This is the Food Factor Podcast, the show that talks about the connection between your health and what you eat or don't eat. I'm your host, Stephanie Mahachek, clinical nutritionist, health coach, science nerd, perma student, and mother of four. I love dogs, babies, and most of all, talking about all things health, wellness, and the weirdness of the human body. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to another episode of the Food Factor Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Mahachek, and I am so happy that you are here listening and hopefully we're doing something fun and exciting. So I wanted to follow up real quick on our last episode before we get started on this episode and remind people that even though our last episode, in case you didn't catch it, was all about uh, food, picky eaters and Um, in introducing new foods to kids and all of that. And a funny thing happened since that episode. I tried sauerkraut for the first time. Turns out it's awesome. It's one of those things I was never exposed to as a child for whatever reason. Maybe my parents didn't like it, whatever. But I've been doing a lot of research into gut health and fermented foods and sauerkraut is one of the things that's readily available. Anyways, I stumbled across some at Costco, bought it, tried it, love it. The whole jar is almost gone. So it it can happen even in your adult lives that maybe there's a food that you just assume is not going to be good or something that you don't want to try, or maybe early on you tried it. And maybe it's time to revisit some of those foods, especially if they are really beneficial for you in some way. So thought I'd share, thought it was interesting, especially because we just talked about that a couple weeks ago. So, all right, this is National Nutrition Month. March is National Nutrition Month. Now, I may be biased, but this is a fantastic time to take a quick self-assessment of your nutrition habits. What's working for you? What's not working for you? What do you think needs to be tweaked? What results are you not seeing? And what is it that you want to be seeing? In today's episode, I want to share with you the number one mistake I see people making when it comes to their nutrition, especially if the goal is weight loss. First, I want to ask you a question. Have you known or have you been someone who is trying to lose weight? I feel like that's kind of a loaded question. I pulled my email list a few weeks ago. Maybe you received it if you are on my email list and you get my weekly wellness uh, tips. Um, But one of the questions in that poll was, what is your biggest health concern right now? Can you guess what the most popular answer was? It was by far weight loss. Most of us at some point in our lives have decided to shed a few pounds for whatever reason. Maybe it's postpartum, Uh, maybe it's after the holidays or uh, after a vacation, or maybe it's for the holidays or for a vacation you wanted to lose weight. Most of us have been there. Now, let me ask you, what did you do to lose weight in that time? If you're like most, you probably decided on reducing your calories, right? Don't deny it. I know you. This was the information that we went off of for decades. Eat less, move more, you'll lose weight. Maybe that worked for a short time and it was great until it wasn't. Most of the time, diet plans or calorie tracking apps go off of an algorithm 
based on things like your age or your gender or your body size, or your activity level, various things it, it goes off of. Then it spits out a magic number. And that is your calorie count. It will even estimate how long it will take you to achieve your weight loss goal based on you hitting that magic number every day. I am here to say that's nothing but crap. If you're like me, even when I did everything right and hit that magic number, I didn't lose weight. I know many people, clients, family, friends, who drive themselves absolutely into a rage because they've hit their number or even come under that number and still don't lose weight. That's because the number one mistake I see people making when it comes to their nutrition is focusing on calories. Our bodies are not an algorithm. We're not robots. If it was as easy as inputting a certain number and outputting a certain number to create weight loss, then everybody would be where they want to be and we wouldn't be talking right now. It's not a calories in, calories out problem. This is old thinking. It's old thinking. It's been disproven many times. We aren't a math equation. We are a chemistry lab. We're a metabolic factory of hormones, immune signaling, bacterial balances, and chemical reactions. Simply focusing on just the calories uh, that you intake and exert, it's missing 90% of the picture. It would be like going to a movie and leaving after the first preview. You miss the whole thing. Please stop focusing solely on the calories. It's not about calories. Now, when I've said this in the past, it's caused some friction with some people. And I know, I get it. Hearing that something that you've thought to be true for so long is in fact not true is hard. I was the same when I found out a peanut is not actually a nut. Like what? It's in the name. But anyways, I get that focusing on calories is easy to a degree. You look at a label, you add it up, you keep it under a certain range, bingo, bingo, you see weight loss. But there's two, maybe three things wrong with that method. Number one, we are, most of us are creatures of habit. I know I am. When I used to believe in calories, I would find the foods that I liked that fit into my calorie budget for the day, regardless of the quality. And I'd have the same things over and over because I didn't have to then think about it. I knew that they were in the calorie range. This lack of variety, though, can lead to nutritional deficiencies, among other things. You're missing out on a whole lot of other things. Number two, when we focus on calories, we tend to select foods that have labels that we can look at to get the calorie number. Not all the time, but usually. It's easier to look at the label than looking at the calorie content of like an apple or a carrot, which are just estimates based on the approximate size of that food item. These foods with labels tend to be more also processed and not as nutritionally dense. But hey, it fits into the calorie range, right? Also, sidebar, what it says on the label is notoriously incorrect and can in some cases be up to 15 to 20% off. So if you're going solely on that number, it might be something to think about. Okay, number three, when we are so focused on calories, we get into the lack mindset where we may be looking for foods to give us the most bang for our calorie buck, but not necessarily in a good way. We may seek out foods that are low calorie and sweetened with artificial sweeteners. These, of course, make foods taste sweeter, 
with little to no calories. We think, score, I can have this cookie. That's only 50 calories. But ask yourself, what are those artificial sweeteners doing to your body? I'll actually be going over that in future episodes, uh, but a quick sneak peek, they're wrecking your gut and your gut health, and they're causing you to actually gain weight. Another reason why it's not about calories in versus calories out, when the low-calorie foods mess with your hormones and increase your appetite. But that's for another episode. That's fine. If it were up to me, and I've actually spoken to other nutritionists about this, and they agree, we should do away with calories because they cause more harm than good. And they don't matter as much as the quality of your food. Let's walk through an example. Okay, you want to lose weight. You sign up for a popular calorie tracking app. We all know of one or two. Um, And after you put in your stats, it gives you an estimated daily calorie goal of, say, 1,600 calories, which is absurdly low, by the way, but I'll stay focused. You decide to use up all your 1,600 calories eating a burger, fries, and a shake at, say, well, I don't want to say, but, you know, a fast food restaurant. Okay, so that's scenario number one. 1,600 calories with fast food. Scenario number two is you still have 1,600 calories, but you eat throughout the day. You're eating fresh produce pretty much as much as you want because fresh produce is very low in if you were tracking calories and calories. Um, You're also eating lean protein sources, some healthy fats like avocado or walnuts, and some quality carbs like brown rice or quinoa. If you went on the notion of calories only, Both of these scenarios are the same. They're both 1,600 calories. But I bet you can imagine that you would feel tremendously different eating in scenario two versus the fast food scenario number one. By eating fresh produce and healthy carbs, you supply your body with steady energy, fiber, and micronutrients. Eating the protein and the fats balance your blood sugar and help you absorb vitamins, as well as create and balance hormones and your mood. It also reduces inflammation and boosts your immune system. That versus eating the fast food scenario, you spike up your blood sugar and insulin, which leads to crashes later and storage of fat tissue, which lead to, also leads to brain fog. There's no telling also what additives and chemicals are in, that, in those foods, so you're likely to have inflammation. Inflammation is another way of saying your immune system is on high alert, which can be a source of fatigue. If it's chronically tested and chronically on alert, that can be a source of fatigue. And the lack of quality nutrients, such as the fibers and the micronutrients, can lead to deficiencies, energy crashes, moodiness, poor gut health, and brain fog. So again, it's not about the number of calories. It's about the quality of the foods that you eat. So during National Nutrition Month, Let me ask you, what are you doing that's working for you? What are you happy with with your nutrition? Where, if any, could you use some nutrition rehab? Are there patterns like stress eating or late night snacking that you'd like to change? Where do you want to be nutritionally in, say, a month's time or three months' time? Everything you are doing the way that you're eating, how much activity you're doing, types of foods that you're having, your stress levels, your sleep levels, all of that is giving you the product you are experiencing right now. If you aren't happy with it, 
or if it's no longer working for you, what can you tweak to make it better? If you want to see a change, something has to change. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time for that to kind of sink in that what you're doing, the habits that you've developed up until this point is giving you how you're feeling and giving you how you're looking and all of that right this second. So let's recap. Number one, calories aren't as important as we once thought. And that's okay. When we know better, we do better. Number two, quality of your food is by far the most important thing. And by the way, quality may mean something different to each person. I personally am uh, not somebody who has celiac disease, so I can eat some whole grain breads without symptoms. Even though it may be a good quality bread with no chemicals or no preservatives, that wouldn't be good for someone who is gluten sensitive. That would cause symptoms. So quality also has a little asterisk by it. And number three, Knowing what your goals are compared to what you're currently doing is really important. And take some time and consider what are your goals, where are you at right now, and where do you want to be. So your action task for the week is, if you haven't figured it out already, sit and write down all the things that you're happy with related to your health. Is it your sleep? Are you getting awesome quality sleep? Is it your exercise? Have you really gotten a good groove going with what you're doing on a daily basis or a weekly basis? Is it that you are diligent at eating breakfast? What is working for you that's, what's working well for you right now? Write all those things out. Now, write out what you'd like to see improved. What would be the next logical step for you to tweak in order to improve your nutrition for National Nutrition Month? So as always, reach out to me if you have questions. I'm always available for a free consultation to discuss if working together to help you reach your nutrition and wellness goals is a good fit. Or simply, if you have a question or so and you'd like it to be answered, I'm happy to do that. You can schedule a free consult with, uh, with me either by clicking on uh, the Let's Chat button on foodfactornutrition.com or also the link below in the show notes. Or you can also email me or uh, DM me on Facebook or Instagram if you just have like a simple question that you're confused about or something like that. I'm happy to always address your questions. So thank you for listening. I know this is a little bit shorter, but um, it was this could have gone in a million directions, but... Um, it's not going to be the first of any weight loss, uh, episodes and kind of some of the pushing the norms because what we're doing right now is not working for us. It's not paying attention and solely focusing on calories is not a good long-term strategy for weight loss. It just really isn't. And it's not good for your overall health, especially if you're starting to see symptoms already of inflammation, of food sensitivities, of digestion, of migraines, any of those types of symptoms have nothing to do with calories and the quantity of your calories. It's all about the quality of the food. So hopefully that came through. Um, If you, again, have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I am so happy and grateful that you have listened. And if you found this episode enjoyable, or if you found it valuable, please feel free to share it with anybody that you feel would also benefit from listening to it. Um, And I'd be ever so grateful if you left a review on either Apple or um, Spotify, if you can, I think now you can on Spotify leave reviews. Um, So I'd be so grateful to hear the feedback that you have for this or any future episodes that you'd, you'd like me to do. Again, thank you for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Bye.